San Jose, California, it's the Frugal Life Podcast. And here's the host, Ricky Hershey. Welcome to the Frugal Life. We have a great episode today. We're going to talk about the process I go through whenever I get a paycheck. Next week, we also have a great episode. Be sure to look out for it. It's an interview with David and Dana Hagstrom, and we talk all about their business and their experiences living in Mexico. So be sure to look out for it. Other notes of business real quick. After next week's episode, there may or may not be another episode of season one, and there may be a week or two break between the start of season two. Nothing's for sure yet, but very likely, well, I I know I will be on a boat uh, in the Caribbean, and I may not be able to record. So we will see how that goes when we get there. But for sure there's an episode next week, so be sure to look out for that. Okay, and on to today's show. Okay, and before we dive into today's main segment, I had kind of a joke segment to share with you. So I went on this website called vote.co, that's V-O-A-T, and it's kind of like a Reddit alternative. I kind of try some other sites other than Reddit because sometimes I think the Reddit community is a little, I don't know, hostile. They're kind of weird sometimes. So I've experimented with some other sites as well, and vote is one of them. So I posed this question on their frugal topics of V slash frugal, looking for tips and questions for the podcast. And the response I got was, well, interesting. So I'm going to read their responses right now to you, and you can judge how good these frugal living tips are. So let's dive in. Tip number one, plastic Ziploc bags can be put in a dishwasher. Okay, uh, well, that is a great tip. Actually, I think this is just on the cheap end of things. Um, Ziploc bags you can get from the dollar store. They're pretty cheap. You don't really need to reuse them, but thank you for the tip. I probably won't be doing this myself, but feel free if you would like to use that tip. I do sometimes slightly reuse plastic bags in the sense that I have a plastic bag in the fridge that I put my cheese in, for instance, And then when I'm done eating that particular block of cheese, I will just put a new block of cheese in the same Ziploc bag. But yeah, I'm not sure about dishwashing the Ziploc bags. Okay, here is another tip from the same user. The most frugal man in my area used to grow his own tobacco. He would make chewing tobacco out of it. After he chewed a mouthful, he would spread it on his windowsill and let it dry. He would then roll it up in a paper and smoke it. He would save the ashes and use it for snuff. Finally, he would blow his nose after snorting the snuff ashes and use it to shine his shoes. Ha ha ha. Now that is frugal. And wow, that is frugal. I'm not sure about the whole blowing your nose part and shining your shoes with it. But if you do smoke tobacco, I suppose growing your own, chewing it, smoking it, and blowing it works, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't smoke, so not a tip for me, but thank you. The next tip is by another user, and it says paper plates are washable. Yeah, I don't really think that's true. 
The next tip is don't get slash be fat. And I think this tip isn't particularly helpful, while it may be somewhat true. Of course, if you're larger and you eat more, that's more calories and whatnot, so that's slightly more expensive. Uh, but I think what really adds up is increased medical bills and that kind of stuff. Being healthy is a great way to save money, I suppose. Uh, but more so than that, it's just a quality of life thing. Um, so not a, a helpful tip, but not totally false either, I suppose. Okay, the last tip is use your hand to wipe your butt. Save oodles on toilet paper. Uh, that is just gross and that is not a good tip at all. All right, so those are the tips I got on Vote. Uh, take what you will from them. I'm not sure what I got out of it, but thank you, Vote community, for your tips, and on to the next segment of the show. A lot of people have different strategies when it comes to saving money. Let's talk about that. Now, this is all describing how things worked at my last job. Now, things may change slightly in the future. As you may know, I have quit my last job and haven't started my next one yet. This process will all probably be more or less the same. So when people talk about when they're paid, they'll sometimes say things like they set aside $100 into their savings account every month or every pay period. But you know, if you're only setting aside $100 a month, I think that isn't really going to work. Like, you won't be able to retire on that, especially if you're putting it into just like a savings account. So let's talk about the whole process of cash management that I use. So first, my paycheck will go into my 401k and my Roth. I contribute to both automatically every pay period. Now, why do I contribute to both and not just one or the other? Well, I think that this is a great middle ground. And oftentimes in finance, when you're presented two extremes, you generally want to go with the middle ground, just high-level advice that isn't financial advice, right? Because this show isn't financial advice for legal reasons. Anyways, I like this middle ground approach because you get some tax benefit now and you also pay some tax benefit or pay some taxes now and don't have to in the future, right? So the Roth will grow tax totally tax-free. You just pay taxes now. The traditional 401k, you save money on taxes now, and you will pay taxes somewhere down the road. So this gives me options in the future when I am retired. Depending on my needs and my circumstances, I can pull money from one of the two accounts that best meets my situation. If I am in a year that I am not making very much money, as I think will possibly be the case in retirement, then I can pull from my traditional 401k and it will be taxed at that point. This is especially useful if I'm in a higher tax bracket now and I expect my tax bracket to be lower in the future. The traditional 401k or traditional IRA is really a good thing to have. Now, if my tax bracket is really low now, then I want to pay the taxes now and never pay taxes again which means Roth 401k or Roth IRAs are a good thing. But that's like a topic for another episode. So next, I actually get the cash payment in my bank account, which goes straight into my savings account. So 100% of the paycheck I actually get goes into my savings account. I don't even keep cash in a checking account. 
I buy everything I need on a credit card that I pay off every month. I very rarely use cash. And one of the benefits of using a card is rewards points. But again, that's a topic for another episode. You get like no interest in a checking account. So why keep money in it? I mean, sure, you maybe you'll save a little bit of money on at a gas station or something like that. But really, if a business wants to get my business, they need to have credit card processing, or I'm just not going to go there. So once my money is in a savings account, I have a few possible destinations for it. So one is that it will go to my credit card, or it will pay other bills. Like, for instance, I did pay for rent via a check. So when I want to cut a check, I just switch the money from my savings account to a checking account and then write the check for that amount. Then destination two, it may help me max out my Roth IRA, which I've been doing for the past few years. Listen to my other episodes on Roth IRAs for more details on that. And then three, it goes into my broader cash management strategy. Now, I'm a pretty conservative person, so I actually keep a fair amount of cash in my savings account. Not just a regular savings account, though. I have a high-yield savings account with American Express. It's pretty good. I get a decent interest rate there. Uh, But a lot of it, what I do at this stage, depends on what I think is going to happen in the immediate future. How much cash do I need on hand? What do I think the stock market is going to do in the immediate future? And what do interest rates look like? So I have a few accounts that I juggle money through. I have a high, a pretty high interest rate um, certificate of deposit with Navy Federal. So it's a special like promotion account. And depending on what interest rates are doing, I put my money into various certificates of deposit with differing maturity dates. And the idea is that some of my money is tied up But for the most part, within a year or so, I'll be able to get most of my cash back should I need it for some event. Another part of my cash management strategy is that I have a kind of older car. Not old. It's been great for me so far. But my wife and I share one car, and so we probably need to buy a new car. So I actually have enough cash right now to buy a new car should I need it because I don't want to take a loan out. And... Well, now that we are in San Diego and we both will be getting new jobs, we may need to do that sooner rather than later. So we'll see how that goes. And lastly, I will also put money into my Robinhood account. So this is my investing account that is not tax favored in any way. But what I do try to do is not trade too crazy on it. For the most part, I try to minimize my short-term gains and emphasize dividend stocks and growth positions that will be better for tax reasons. Now, this whole system I've described to you now, following my money from job to investments, all works because I'm able to control my credit card purchases. Other people use systems of pulling out cash, sticking it in envelopes, and if this works for you, good. But I think my way is a little bit better, right? Because my method will produce more interest for you, It results in more credit card rewards points. And honestly, it helps you track your expenses better, right? Keeping track of expenses that you made in cash is kind of a nightmare, right? You hold on to receipts or whatever. You log it all manually. Uh, uh, Yuck. I like having everything nice and clean in my credit card statement. 
And I think that's a lot easier for me to manage. And all of this just takes is a little self-control. So if you don't have it, get it. Just do it. Nothing is impossible. Make your budget come true. Okay, that's enough Shia LaBeouf. But really, though, I would just try to do things in the best way possible. And if that doesn't work, I mean, compromise a little and create, you know, a budget system with cash envelopes and all of that jazz. If you're into that and if that helps you, that's great. And there's like a lot of resources that can help you on that. There's lots of people on Instagram who I'm following who advocate cash envelopes. You can check it out. But as I mentioned in a previous episode, my strategy is just if I need it, I buy it. If I don't need it, I don't buy it. I I mean, I just can't get over the idea that your laundry envelope is out of money and that you just don't do your laundry. I mean, that doesn't make sense. I mean, you have to do your laundry. You don't want to stink. Anyways, enough about budgets. Listen to that episode on budgets, too, if you just want to hear me talk about budgets more. That'll be great. That's my tip for this week. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Stay frugal, my friends.